This is the Bare Naked Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are too. Hello, and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. I'm so happy you're here. Today is going to be kind of a deeper solo episode, and that's kind of how I am rolling these days. Um, So the whole like point of this episode is about how I've recently shed what feels like another layer of perfectionism or people pleasing or trying to make sure everyone thinks I'm good enough and good enough, like an expert or whatever. Right. So yeah, we're going to dive into all of that. We're going to talk about some lessons. I, cause some realizations I had in the flow tank I was in yesterday. Um, but before we dive in, I have to tell you guys that Heal Breathwork Academy is open for enrollment. We start the next round on March 17th. I'm so excited. Um, This is a five-week program to become a certified breathwork facilitator. So if you've been looking to add to your current business, the where you're maybe you're a coach or you're providing a service like Reiki um, and you want to add something to it, or maybe you don't have a business yet at all and you've been wanting to have something really purpose-filled that you're able to do to teach people. So so yeah, maybe breath works it. Um, yeah, so it's five weeks. It also includes a lifetime membership to the breath portal. So you can enroll right away and get access right away to the breath portal where you have a membership. It's my membership site um, of breathwork videos and meditation videos. You can kind of get started in your own transformational journey before we even start the program. So the link to that is in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, email me. My email's in the show notes too. And I'm so looking forward to starting this next round. Okay. So I guess what has happened is I kind of came to this realization of like, I, I just, I guess, got deeper into observing my thoughts and realizing what they are about. And I had this realization of, oh, like 90% of my thoughts and daydreams, you know, when I'm like, when I realize I've kind of drifted off into like a thought or a daydream, it's often like 90% of the time about me getting attention, about a way that I could get more attention in some way. Like, I feel like it's not like I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, how can I get more attention? No, it's sneakier than that, but that is like the root of it. So daydreams like becoming famous, right? Trying to become famous. Um, Just the way that I was showing up on Instagram. How could I show up in a way that's going to get more attention? Blah, 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 right? Which is easy to write off as like, oh, what's my business? So that's okay. Um, And then I would like, I just was realizing I was having a lot of thoughts slash daydreams about like, So around impressing people, I I would be like imagining conversations in my mind with people that I know. And I would say something so like insightful or how, you know, they would be so impressed and whatever. And I was like, wow, just realizing all this and thinking, 
the root of so many of my thoughts and daydreams is around like getting intention. Um, I think it goes back to perfection. I think it goes back to needing people to love me, validate me, think I'm good enough, think I'm good enough to be a coach and, you know, to have a podcast and whatever it is. Um, needing people to think I'm perfect essentially. And so as I came to this realization, it was like, it was like I shed another layer of that. Like I no longer, it's like I'm, as I'm speaking on podcasts and to friends and whatever it is, I'm realizing that I'm dropping this filter that I used to have between my truth and what came out of my mouth where the filter was like trying to make sure I sound impressive and knowledgeable and good enough and all the things, right? So yeah, it's been really, really interesting to see me kind of come more into my own realness and my own honesty. Um, and then I kind of started opening up to friends about it. And so conversation with friends have gotten a lot deeper where I'm kind of sharing like, hey guys, I'm kind of realizing these are my daydreams and what I'm thinking about. What about you guys? What are yours about? And we got into like all these really good conversations around it um, where typically I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have necessarily shared something like that. You know, like I feel like as open as I am and as vulnerable as I can be, there still was parts that I was afraid to share and express. And that was kind of what I was holding back on. So yeah, another, um, another thing that this conversation led to that I thought was so interesting was my, we were talking about, um, a couple of close friends and I were talking about why do we want the things that we want? Like, what is it we're actually looking for? We're all just chasing and chasing and wanting all of these things and wanting all the, you know, whatever it is. And we can't be happy until we have it. Why do we want it? So my one friend was saying for her, it's a big house with like, you know, it's a big, beautiful, fancy house. And I was like, okay, well, like, how do you think you'll feel living in that house? And she's smiling and she's like, she's like, I think I'd feel content. I thought that is so interesting. So why, why do I, what about me? Like, is it the same for me? Like, is content actually what I'm chasing? Because to me, content just means not wanting. Content just means satisfied. So if what we truly want at the core is to be content and satisfied, why do we need to chase things in order, like, why do we even need more things in order to feel content? Because we all know that also like once these things happen, we think we'll feel content, but really if we're in this mindset of seeking, there's gonna be a next thing that we then decide we need, right? So for me, it's travel. Travel is the thing that keeps me from feeling content in the moment, wanting to travel more and feeling like everyone else gets to travel more, which I know is absolutely ridiculous because I travel more than anyone I know in real life, right? Um, pretty much. I mean, I know some people who, who are like digital nomads, but yeah, I travel way more than the average person. But in my, but in going back to the social media stuff I've been talking about so much on Instagram, I'm like following some people who travel anytime they want. And so I think, oh, when I can travel anytime I want and go on all the trips, then I'll be content because that's what I want. I want that freedom and that travel and just that yeah, the freedom really. But it's it's really underneath of it is the same thing as my friend who wants the big house. We want to feel content. We want our mind to shut the fuck up because our mind is constantly telling us things we need. 
our mind is constantly convincing us to chase things and saying, oh yeah, like things are okay now, but wait till I have X, Y, Z, then I'll really feel good. And it just, it just, for most of us, we develop this mindset of seeking and seeking and seeking and not being content with what we have ever, right? And we, and like I was mentioning, like we, we think once I have this thing, then I'll be content. I've talked about this so many times in the podcast, um, the hedonic treadmill, hedonic adaptation, the tendency of humans to, we, we go back to our happiness set point very quickly when things happen in our external reality. Thing, we go back to our, our happiness set point. We go back to the same way we felt before the thing happened. And so I, I had to get really honest with myself. And that's kind of why this episode is all about honesty. It's like getting honest with myself is, yes, yes, travel is really important to me. It always will be. I love it. I do feel like coming here to explore this planet is part of my soul's mission. And I can be content right now, right here, not traveling, being in my home office, right? I can be content with the number of trips that I go on because until I become content with exactly my reality the way that it is, I'm never gonna be content no matter how many trips I go on. Exhibit A would be when I'm on a trip and I'm planning the next trip, which I do that all the fucking time. I'm on a vacation and I'm planning the next trip. I'm not content, you see, because I, because my mindset, my mindset is not content. My mindset is seeking and wanting more. So until our mindset is I am content, we're never going to get content. We're never going to feel that way. We're always projecting our happiness into some point in the future that's better than right now. So it doesn't matter what we, what we get, no matter how hard we chase something, it's never going to make us feel the way we think it will. Wow. You know, I've learned this lesson so many times, and yet here I am learning it again. Here I am again saying, wow, these things I obsess over that I have to have, I'll do anything to get them, I tell myself. But I'm not being honest with myself about why I really want them and about what I think I'm going to feel when I have them. Um, yeah, and so yesterday I was I went to a float tank with my friend, um, like a sensory deprivation tank, and I can't really explain it much further beyond that because I really don't understand. Basically, they take you into you know, it was this gorgeous place, and they take you into a room. You're by yourself. You shower, and then you go into a tank. You like open the door, and there's like some water in there and some salt. And it's exact same temperature as your body or something, right? So you're like, whatever conditions are in there makes you float. And you kind of, you almost after a little while, it's like sensory deprivation because you can't tell where your body is and where the water is kind of. So yeah, I, I don't know much of the science behind it, but um, it's really interesting. And it really helps you go into like a deep meditation so yeah, what I noticed in the float tank though, was I'm in there and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm meditating. So I'm practicing just observing my thoughts and feeling the here and now, right? Feeling into the present and noticing when I get caught up in a thought and coming back to the present. And I noticed that I felt that I felt the inner experience that I've been really paying attention to lately, which is this feeling of, of waiting. 
this feeling of I'm waiting for something. Typically in the past, whenever I feel like I'm waiting for something, I would have grabbed my phone. And since I'm no longer doing that, I've replaced the phone addiction with, hey, let me just, okay, so I, I, you know, I get in my car and I'm arriving somewhere and I'm waiting for my friend and I'm a few minutes early. Instead of being on my phone, I'm saying, hmm, let me observe this feeling inside of myself, this feeling of waiting. And because we, we don't allow that in our culture. Do you realize that? We are almost allergic to waiting, to boredom, to, to just being. That's the thing. We, every single moment of our lives has to be filled up with the distraction. We have to be doing something or distracted by something all the time. We have developed like an aversion to just being. So that's what I mean by like the feeling of waiting or boredom is just the feeling of being a human who's not doing anything. It's a really good feeling when you allow yourself to just be and be present. But when you're not used to it, it feels like you're waiting for something to happen. You're, you need something to happen because the present moment's not good enough. It's not stimulating enough. How crazy is that? Think about that for a second. We're, we're developing a culture of humans um, and not just a culture, it's the entire human race because of technology and especially social media addiction, we, we can't be present. We literally can't stand being present. It's not stimulating enough just to be in our body. Wow. No wonder we're so depressed and anxious and lonely because we're constantly grabbing something false to cover up this feeling. Meanwhile, true happiness, true inner joy and inner peace is in the present moment. But we're so allergic to it, we've like we just can't stand it. That is a major problem. So I'm noticing that I developed in the in the flow tank this feeling of waiting. Like I I want something else to happen. I'm like, I want something trippy to happen. You know, I want something I can then tell my friend. I'm like starting to daydream and she's telling my friend and the guy I worked at the place, what happened during my experience? And you know what I mean? And so I come back and I say, huh, I'm looking for something exciting to happen so that I can tell someone about it because that's what I'm programmed into from social media and from, from running a personal brand on social media for so long where I was showing up everything in the habit of my life I was sharing, right? So I notice this feeling and I say, God, I just want to surrender. Like I, I started thinking about surrender when I was in the float tank and I started realizing that I'm not surrendered at all. Surrender meaning accepting what is, being in the present moment that is, it exists, right? The present moment is what is happening in front of you. Surrender meaning accepting that, flowing with that versus wanting to change every single thing in our lives. We want to change everything. Nothing is ever good enough for us, right? So we're constantly chasing ways to change our environment, change things up, um, make things better, whatever. Instead of surrendering to what is and enjoying what is and letting go of that need to control everything. We're never going to control everything, never. So the only way to truly be content in life is to surrender that need to control, that need to change everything. That is how we create inner peace that's lasting. Not by trying to change everything to meet our ever-changing preferences all the time. 
So I'm noticing like, I want something to happen, but let me sink. And I start sinking into like, what's happening is right here. It's already happening. Nothing crazy needs to happen that's more stimulating for me than just being in my human experience in this flow tank right now, feeling what I'm feeling. And so afterwards I'm telling my friend about it and she's like, oh my gosh, I was feeling the same way. You know, just waiting for something to happen. And we were talking about how we just go through life waiting for the next piece of drama, the next piece of gossip, the next exciting thing. We all say, oh, I hate drama. We all say, no, you fucking don't, right? We love it because we need to be stimulated constantly. So we almost want bad things to happen. We almost want crazy shit to happen if it means that we don't have to be with the present moment. So that was like such a big eye-opening thing for me. And I was so grateful to experience it. And after the flow tank, I felt kind of trippy. Like I felt like that feeling like you have after you do like an intense um, breathwork session, you feel floaty and just like happy and one with everything, right? Um, really, really good. So highly recommend. But for me moving forward right now, I almost don't want to say that I'm focused on it because focusing on it is the opposite of what it is, but I'm intending to be present. I'm intending to notice when I become hyper-focused on seeking, wanting more, this moment not being good enough, um, creating situations in my mind about drama and excitement and all these things that take me away from the present moment, that take me away from right here, right now. So. Yeah, let's surrender a little deeper. Uh, let's let go of trying to control and change everything in our lives. And let's be honest with ourselves, with each other. You know, when, we st when I started being more open and honest with people, they weren't like, oh, you're crazy. They're like, yeah, I have the same thing. Yeah, I have those thoughts too. Or they share their thing, which might be different from mine, but both of us have walked through life wondering if the things we think about are strange or just not even, not even questioning them. So yeah, let's bring some honesty, some vulnerability, and some deep surrender into our lives this coming week. And I love you guys so much.